on the range. On the Range Podcast. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of On the Range Podcast with Warhog Tactical and Kelly Defense. I am Mark Kelly. And as always, joined by me is my co-host and friend, Rick Hogg. How's it going, pal? Man, Mark, it is going great. We're in some uh, crazy times here, buddy. You know, we got some cocaine floating around the White House. It's like, dude, I don't know what's going on. But uh, mm-hmm. before you go snooping around the White House, make sure you guys swing by warhog.com, kellydefense.com. Check out those uh, those websites. I just did a little revamp to mine. So, uh, But sign up for those newsletters because, again, guys, this is the only way we can truly stay connected with you. Um, yeah, I think we're going to save our housekeeping for later on, but yeah, man, uh, let's kind of jump right into the old Biden cocaine house, you know, I mean, it is white, oh, yeah. so, uh, not quite sure how we get, you know, cocaine in the white house. Well, we, we know how we get yeah. it in there. Um, but it's just very interesting times on this very, um, corrupt, tainted, uh, current administration that's in there. And, uh, yeah, so kind of interesting for your thoughts on because uh, we've both been in the White House. Right. And we kind of yeah. know security protocols and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're just rolling in there with. Yeah. It. I can't remember. How, how much did they find? Do you know? Was it ever mentioned? I don't, I don't know how much it was. And I, they didn't actually say where it was, but they did kind of mm-hmm. indicate. Um and this is law enforcement being related to the media, so take it for what it's worth. But they yeah. did indicate that it was in the West Wing and that mm-hmm. it was in a fairly secure VIP type, you know, Oval type office. of situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the thing, and it could have been, it absolutely could have been. The, the thing about it is, is you and I have both been in there. We've both been lucky enough to have been in areas that isn't typical for just tourists um, mm-hmm. with the jobs and stuff like that. We had... Uh, we were fortunate enough and it's, it's an unbelievable, I, I don't want anybody to not go there. I recommend that if you ever get a chance to go do it, uh, take the, just a normal tour, it's good. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we had some insight into some of the other areas of the white house and us being in the positions that we were, we still, the level of, of background and security and all these other things that we mm-hmm. still had to go through is astronomical. So that, that tells you one thing. And we're going to get into that here in a second. But another thing, too, is this whole campaign was we had to get Trump out of there. We had to restore normalcy. We had to restore uh, a sense of dignity to the office and all this other stuff. And it's been nothing mm-hmm. but the opposite. It's been 10 times worse. We got these influencers and these um, late blooming adolescents pretending to be girls out there flashing themselves and doing all kinds of stuff on the North lawn. And then now you have this this with uh, some cocaine being discovered in the White House. So. It's it's not what they said it was going to be. In fact, it's a it's a lot worse than it was has ever been. And you know the the big thing about where these things probably were found being in such a secure area, the fact that it is so restricted to where this would have been, it would have had to have been family or or cabinet or something mm-hmm. like that or someone who had those kind of creds. And here's another thing too. This is the I know everybody's immediately uh, saying that it's Hunter. I hope to goodness that it is Hunter Biden that did this. I, I am, mm-hmm. because what if it's not? What if it's not? And now you're starting to get into, what if it wasn't cocaine? What if it was some kind of a of an agent or some fentanyl that was meant for the president to find and just touch? Mm-hmm. We know, I think, that it's probably cocaine. Because if it was not cocaine, they wouldn't be saying anything. 
You know what I yeah. mean? If it was something, it, it was something worse than that and cocaine in the, in the Oval Office or whatever. Let, let, let's be honest. Do we think that's the only time it's ever happened? Probably not. Mm-mm. However, this is a pattern here. This is a pattern here. And it's not the president who's acting like this. It's somebody else. So, yeah, yeah I'd like to get your thought on, on like where it was and the type of protocols that we've, we've seen with our own eyes. You know, it, it probably wasn't in um, in the Oval Office, would be my guess. It was probably right. somewhere. Because uh, you got a bunch of other little offices and nooks and crannies, you know. Yeah. It, it was probably. It was probably They're not that big either. You know? <clears throat> no. It, it was probably tucked away somewhere, right? Um, here's the one thing I'm not, I, I don't know, right? I'm not privy to if the, if the family has, um, you know, if you want to say a waiting room, something down there, right? I mean. Yes, it's it's their house, but somewhere in that West Wing, um, they get a little hidey hole down there. You know, was it downstairs? Was it upstairs? I mean, we're, we're making speculations, right? I mean, it's a big place, um, but you got to think that somebody rolling in there and just the security protocols to get in there. All right. Um, now, the key thing is, you know, you look at all the canines there. Uh, they're not sniffing for dope. Right. They're not people aren't worried about dope coming in the White House, worried about, you know, explosives. So I got it. You know, if you have a drug problem and you sit there and go, "Eh, I'm not worried about the dogs. Right. I'm not really worried about being super checked because I've got whatever kind of clear passage through. Hey, man. Right. Roll in. Roll in with whatever. And and depending on who it was, you're right about that. That's another indicator. Even if you were a cabinet or someone else, if you're not a certain person, you are going to get checked. Mm-hmm. But this person probably had those kind of that kind of swag or that kind of cred zoom right on in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, Unbelievable. It, but that's again, you just start opening Pandora's box. OK. Right. And here comes the thing. All right. So let's just say hypothetically it's not Hunter. Right. Let's say it's somebody else. All right. Well, let's think about it. You don't think the Chinese right now are are using all their intel tools they've got to put the pieces together, right? They'll probably be U.S. law enforcement because, God forbid, DOJ is not going to do anything or even even investigate it, right? That would be my guess. Um, but the Chinese are, and let's say it's not Hunter. Let's say it's let's say it's some snuffy, right? They still has the clearance to kind of easy come and go. And they go, hey, man, either they've already got them blackmailed because all the devices are freaking on there, right? Or they've got something or they just opt to go, hey, dude, we'll dump you X amount of cash. We know they'll dump money at the problem, right? God knows how many millions of dollars the Bidens have collected over the years. So, they, hey, just bring this white powder and just dump it there, right? Or stick it in Uncle Joe's drawer, whatever. I mean, it just it's mind boggling because now the house's security has been compromised at the end of the day. Right. So what's next that, that would be, you know, if I'm sitting there, um, you know, as far as the secret service goes, dude, you don't think my security protocols are going to change for everybody. You've got to, right. Because, because whatever measures we're using didn't work. And until you find out who's the bad actor, and probably what will happen is they're probably going to throw some freaking snuffy under the bus. 
right? Yeah. Just to go, oh yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it It's definitely doable. It's definitely sure. doable. They did it. Yeah. And they did it, like you said, just walked right in, had it. And again, it's going to be someone that doesn't have to go through the typical protocols that anybody else, even with high level security would have to go through. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I hope it's Hunter. I hope it's Hunter and it wasn't some kind of other bad actor, but you got it, man, dude, everybody saw the video, of him on the balcony during the 4th of July celebration, all that other stuff. I mean, that's some high level freaking addiction type <laughs> dude activity. I mean, my, my man, big time, but, but my man's not just a casual user, right? No. You start going he's down daily, the road. He's a daily user, dude, yeah. daily user. You start going down the road to crack, man. I mean, you're you're down at Skid Row rock bottom, right? But here's the part that blows me away. So I got it. You know, Hunter's an addict. He's got dramas, right? He's gonna uh, not care for some of his children. But here's the thing, man. Old Gramps Joe, man, always preaching about family, 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 right? He don't give a crap about his grandbabies, man, right? So it just goes to show you what type of guy this is, right? He's more about taking money than he is about the welfare of this country. He's more about selling secrets, right? He was out there running his suck the other day going, oh, yeah, uh, Ukrainians are running out of uh, 155 rounds. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, we're short. Great, buddy. Great. Wait, wait, wait to let the enemy know what's going on. You know, it's just, yeah. it never ends with this dude. And, you know, I, I got to do the final plug, you know, when it comes to this whole Biden administration, you know, we can look at, you know, the economy, we can look at the southern border, we can look at just all the crap that's going on in this country. Here's where I kind of draw the line. My man has lost over 60,000 illegal kids. Now, I'm going to say he didn't lose them. They were sold, right, or just passed off. USG has just become one of the bigger child human traffickers under this administration. Way to go, Uncle Joe, right? So to sit there and go, this guy cares about anything, he don't. He don't give a squat about nothing except lining his pockets. And, you know, hate to say it, old uh, old Hunter with his addictions and, you know, fine yeah. artistry skills. It's like, dude... Come on, man. Yeah. It's so it's definitely a problem. And this whole cocaine gate, I didn't think was going to pick up this much steam. I thought it was just going to go away. You know, mm-hmm. everybody laugh, ha ha. He's, you know, oh, that kind of looks like he took a bump on the uh, on the uh, uh balcony up there. But mm-hmm. I, it's really picked up some steam and it brings up all kinds of the first thing I realized is hey, I don't care what what kind of a mess this guy's life is, I don't care about any of the other stuff. We got something like that into the White House. Mm-hmm. And it could have been something even worse. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a crazy, crazy story. But we got another crazy story we want to talk about, too, that I think is right up your alley, Rick. Mm-hmm. Boom. So nice. the I don't know all the facts on this. I know enough that it's a big time decision. Mm-hmm. The district court. It was, it was either a circuit. I think it was, maybe it was a circuit court circuit court uh, decision was rendered. And I think it was in Louisiana and was talking Mm -hmm. about how the social media during the COVID stuff Mm -hmm. was acting on 
direction of the government. Now, they were doing mm-hmm. things that the government would never be allowed to do because of First Amendment. They wouldn't have been able to do any of that stuff. They wouldn't have been able to shut people down and do all these things, the government. However, mm-hmm. you reach out and you start working with these social media platforms and voila, mm-hmm. and there you go. Yep. And the the thing I like about this is because this is obviously going to be challenged. And the funny thing is, is I think it's not going to be necessarily challenged by the government because I don't think they have any standing because they can't do it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's going to be challenged by these media groups and these journalist groups and all these other outlets of folks who should be nothing but supporting the first amendment, which in itself is strange. However, it going up through the, the, uh, the courts all the way up to the big, the big guys up in, uh, in DC is mm-hmm. a good thing. And I think it's going to be a, a landslide. I think, no, I it, think something it, that the- it, it, it won't be a landslide because the court's always tilted, right? How is it always six, three? It's always six, three on everything. It's like, put your opinions yeah. out, right? It, that, that tells me the whole court system is skewed, right? You're not voting on what you're seeing. You're not voting on what is placed in front of you as far as facts, Because if that was the case, at some point, you'd have a a 5-4, you know, a 7-2. You might even have 9-nothing, right? Yeah. But 6-3 all the time? Yeah, we've said that before, that they're picking politics over principle. That's just what they're doing. And Mm -hmm. we just absolutely can't have that. I would rather somebody take a stance on principle, even if it votes the way I don't want it to go. At least I know where he's coming from. Tell me me what— Exactly. Tell me what you're backing it up. Right. So again, exactly. I I keep the constitution of the United States very close and handy. Right. I like to review this thing, you know, but it's mind boggling. This is your basis, right? This is your basis right here. So with this whole decision, the government went to, um, went to these, uh, social media platforms Mm -hmm. and told them, Hey man, do this. Don't do that. Suppress that put out this right so think about it during this whole china virus thing that's when this word misinformation came out right i'm that's my opinion i'm entitled to say whatever i want sure but no no now these guys right are somehow the opinion keepers well because the federal government's telling them so right there that crossed the line right and worse yet I, i think when we start peeling the the layers back on this onion Dude, it goes down to to mainstream media, right? Because you had these oh, people dude. almost saying verbatim, verbatim, yes. the same things, right? Like they're yeah. being pitched. Here's the lines you will say. All right. Yeah. So we go from the greatest country in the world, and I'm having a flashback, right? I'm going back to to 1980s Union of Soviet Socialist Republic, where I've got state run freaking you know, TV going on and they're telling me what I should know that that's how it feels. Right. Yeah. It's, it's funny. It's funny that you say that too, Rick, because I think in the decision itself, there's a quote, I wish I had had time to to look it up and and paste it for everybody to see who's, who's uh, watching the video side of the house. Uh, By the way, the patrons are going to have exclusive content after the show, uh, the OTR crew members, but he even mentioned that this type of activity basically created an Orwellian ministry of truth is basically mm-hmm. what it was mm-hmm. straight out of um, straight out of the book. And yeah. honestly, 
this is the stuff that should be terrifying to everybody, especially when, you know, we talked about it with, um, with a law enforcement spin on it where mm-hmm. agents of the state, you know, certain people can do things, but they can't yep. do it the direction of law enforcement. Same thing with this. And the media is simply, they're saying that this is a terrible decision that this, this uh, Trump appointed judge uh, should be disbarred and all this other stuff. I'm like, guys and girls, you are the journalists. You're supposed to be 100% for this. If you aren't, if you are in the pockets of the government, journalism has lost that pen is mightier than a sword stuff is gone. As soon it, it as is, they do that. It, it is gone. It, it's been gone, Mark, right? Uh, this whole, this whole China virus thing threw everything for a loop. I believe it's gone because the way I saw the media, right. Was the media was almost this unwritten checks and balance to the government. Right. And yes, we are the government, but I'm saying as far as the administration and things they're doing. Right. Um, because let's think about it. When Watergate broke, who brought that up? Right. Oh yeah. Reporters. It, yeah. I mean, it, there's things that have happened in this country throughout history that reporters have broke the case. So it's almost like, Hey, you've got, you know, the, we'll just call it the administration versus the government kind of over their shoulder going, Hey man, you know? Yeah. But now they're just, to me, it, they are just, uh, the administration's propaganda wing. That's all they are. Right. Yeah. And, and we've and, done a show on this where the, when the correspondent white house correspondence center come, uh, showed up and you have all these, um, like Tegan and, and, uh, and her husband, the, uh, the singer and all these, they start walking with these crazy outfits and like on a red carpet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and all these journalists are always having these backroom meetings about who's going to go to what parties and, and all this other stuff, this, uh, me- very metropolitan elitist class is really is what this is all about. Mm-hmm. The, the journalists and the folks who are owning these media companies are really along with the government elites have become this elitist class. And that's really who's, who this is all about. And this is why the rise of alternative media sources like OTR and some of these other shows that we watch and consume, that's why the popularity is so, so high because Americans, people who are out there just being Americans, working hard Mm -hmm. every day, defending this country, doing things right, trying to employ people so that we can have a, a better community and improve their communities and schools. They're tired of it. They need somewhere to go to get the truth, good, bad, or indifferent. They just want to know mm-hmm. the truth and they're starving for it. That's why mm-hmm. these big, you know, CNNs and MSNBC, that's why ESPN and Disney are in such terrible uh, ratings and shambles. They're losing billions of dollars, all these companies, because yeah. people are starving for it. Well, it, here's the thing. Like, I can't get these media companies, right, and what their problems are. So you've got mainstream media right now smashing the movie sound of freedom right that directly deals that directly deals with child sex trafficking right they're like oh it's a false it's this it's that well i think what's happening this is my gut feeling is the administration telling them smash it because we've lost over sixty thousand. we've been lost they just gave away sixty thousand kids and i think they're worried about it right they're worried about you know you start unlifting the veil and the thing is, the part that blows me away, there are more human beings enslaved today than any other time in history. Let me say that again. There are more human beings enslaved today than any other time in history, right? But we'll always kick up the dirt of the past, but we won't look at today, right? And I kind of did a little post the other day 
And again, if you got your copy of the Constitution of the United States, 13th Amendment. The 13th Amendment abolished slavery. Then why in the hell do we have human trafficking and indentured servants and everything else in this country? Why? Because it just goes to show you they don't care. It just it it's mind boggling blown away that is a constitutional right right there, and we do nothing about it. So at what point does this document become benign and just thrown to the side? Well, okay, the thirteenth's yeah. out, right? No, nobody cares. Nobody cares about slavery. All right, that one's gone. You know, uh, the first, but smashing that. They've been attacking the second. God knows, you know since the jump street, you know, what's going to come next? You know, when's, when's the fourth, when's the fourth going to sit there? Oh, geez. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. there's, there's, there's so much people don't get it right. They, they don't understand it. But at what point does that incredible document fade away? And our very freedoms we have in this country are gone. And, and people, yeah, and, well, it, it's funny that you say that too, because it. in times like these, in times mm-hmm. like these, these are when they really matter. When things are going oh. good, when things are going good, people are willing to give up all kinds of stuff. But when it's it's stuff like this that proves how big those are, and this decision mm-hmm. is going to is going to be you know reaffirm that precedent. Mm-hmm. And and it's actually some new new stuff in there too because of the the um, evolution of technology and these social media platforms and stuff like that. Sure. The, the first time the first time I got to to meet um, President Trump, mm-hmm. he was a candidate, and we're, it was a group of people standing around here. And I'm I'm just I'm there working, so I'm not really a part of the conversation. He 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 loved. Um, loved the uh, first responders and law enforcement guys. He always and girls. He always wanted to talk to them, and have and and have them uh, just give them their name and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, the only thing I got a chance to say to him was one thing. The only thing I ever got to say is say, "We need you because we need those Supreme Court picks." That's the only thing I said. And you and mm-hmm. I had talked about it how big those were. I think yeah. out of everything that he did, because it really got ransacked by the uh, the pandemic, was mm-hmm. those picks, and we're starting to see how huge. Those are becoming and these these landmark decisions are really, really what's going to be his legacy, even if he doesn't get reelected. But but let's think about that for a second, brother. Right. Let's think about it. Lady Justice is supposed to be blind. Supposed to be right. Supposed to be blind. Here's the thing. Put me up there. okay? I'll I'll be a justice. And here's what I'm going to do. Here's my reference. Right. I'm going back to the Constitution. What's the Constitution say? Boom. What's my interpretation of that to current day things? You know? Yeah. And then and then you've got, you know, you look at Roe v. Wade when all that happened. You got moron legislators. What's your constitutional right? I, I don't know what magical book you got there, lady. It's not in mine. Yeah, right? It's not in there. No. Because if it's if it's about my choice, well, you didn't give me a choice. You either take the poison or, or you sit there and lose this. Can't do that. You know, I'm like, guys, this just doesn't make, just doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. But, but lady justice, she is so skewed that it's crazy because we've seen the weaponizing of the DOJ, right? Like this whole cocaine thing, who's going to get prosecuted for it. Okay. Here's one for you. The state of Florida. I, I, I gotta, I gotta say this. My hat's off to the state of Florida. 
the state of Florida sent old Zuck a letter saying, hey, man, Meta, you are in the state of Florida, the number one platform for pedophiles and human trafficking. We want to have a talk with you. You know, how about them apples? Yeah. You know, that very those very platforms, try to type in the hashtag save the children. See what happens. Hmm. You know, yeah. it, it's just it's mind boggling that these cats have that much power. And and I got it. They're they're a public you know, or private company, right? I, I got it. Um Zuck's a great freaking thief, right? Stole the whole idea of freaking Facebook, ran with it, steals your data, sells it off. You know, you go buy the blue check mark, pay him even more money, right? He's laughing all the way to the bank. But here is in the backside facilitating crimes against children. I mean, why is this man not wearing silver bracelets? Right. And and to sit there and use the argument, well, I didn't know. Really, dude. You know, that's leadership 101. Right. I'm responsible for everything my men do or don't do. Boom. Bottom line. Yeah. And if you don't know how your company's being run, man, you got bigger issues. So you can't yeah. be pulling the old Uncle Joe going, I didn't know. What? Yeah. So and you know, they're, they're you know, this particular administration, you know, all the votes, and I'm not disputing, you know, how many votes he got. I know he got a ton. I know he got a ton. However, all these votes were basically mined through these things that he probably knew because even though he at the time at the his his administration took took office he was still a little bit there he knew he knows mm -hmm. what he can do and can't do he's been in freaking government for 47 years he mm -hmm. knows what he can do and what he can't do he knew that he was never going to be able to give all these people back their money for their student loans he knew mm -hmm. that he was never going to be able to do half the stuff that he, he's he's tried to do and it gets thrown back in his face. So he just turns around and says, see, it's these justice. We need to pack the court. He takes mm -hmm. no responsibility. doesn't tell their his voters the truth. Now, would it, that change their vote or not? Maybe. I don't know. But I'm. it might. But here, all these landmark decisions and all these justices are overturning everything that he can do because we have those justices in place. Right. And, and that's the whole beauty of our government, right? That's the whole checks and balance type system. But the part that blows me away is I'm, I'm still, I am dumbfounded at my fellow Americans. I, I, I honestly can't believe that you're telling me the majority of the country thought this guy was a better pick than Trump, right? I, I, I mean, and you look at Fetterman up in Pennsylvania. What, what are you people doing, right? My man can't even do his job. Right. And then him and Joe that's, get together. That's patient abuse, man. Dude, you, you get him and Joe together and it's like <laughs> two bumbling, two bumbling morons. It's like, <laughs> I, I don't even know what you people are saying. Oh, right. Man. But I'm personally tired of these politicians walking out of whatever job they're doing up there. Millions, millions yeah. of dollars. You know, they're supposed to be our constituents. Or we're supposed to be, they're supposed to be our representative for their constituents, excuse me. Um, and I'm like, how are you lining your pockets, man? And and it's just, it's mind boggling because that's the part that if you want to put a check on is them crooked politicians, right? And, and I mean, the whole, the whole system's broken. I'm tired of Democrats saying it's Republicans, Republicans saying it's Democrats. You know what? Be done with it. I say be done with the whole parties, right? Yeah. You vote the individual and I'm there to carry the mail. 
for these people in whatever district I'm representing. Bottom line. And if they sit there and go, hey, man, you need to do this. Roger that. You know, but that that's definitely it's definitely been a couple interesting weeks. I tell you that. And I know we Mm -hmm. haven't been around to to cover a lot of it, but we're going to we're back now and we're Mm -hmm. we're better than ever. Um, So. Yeah, it's 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 been crazy. You know, the the cocaine gate, I didn't think it was going to have that much steam, but it's starting to pick up some steam. We'll see what happens. Who gets I don't think anybody's going to get prosecuted. But again, there's a lot of reason for concern there. And then uh, watching these media companies um, basically applaud or cheer or scream against. First Amendment, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're, and their jobs are based on their jobs are solely based on it. It's really, really weird. Yeah. Well, here's the part. Let's let's think about this. When was the last time a news agency really popped some big case? Like a big network? Not not too many. Most of them are these independent journalists that go out there and do their job, you know, like right. Daily Wire and things like that. Sure. But I'm saying, when was the last time, you know, the Times or the Post or something like that popped the story, right? Because that used to be the thing back in the day. Hey, man, they had investigative reporters. Ooh, there's a concept, investigative reporters, right? They're going out there trying to, you know, they get a little bit of tidbit of information. Hey, man, I heard this or, you know, I worked in this building. There's something squirrely going on. Cool. And they start digging, right? And they start building um, building up their, their kind of network of people gathering information. And then, boom, you know, they're busting a story. Six o'clock in the morning, whatever time the, the papers used to go out. And I got it. We're all kind of digitized now. But my point being, I don't know the last time a major news outlet did anything. I don't even know if there's even investigative reporting going on anymore. They don't want to know. They don't want to know I, anything that the government's doing wrong. They don't want to know. They just want to know about what's Trump doing that they hate. Yeah, that's that's what they care about. But Because he's not. Again, they don't have him under the thumb. Right. And and I th- I think I think when you step back th- this vicious cycle of loops and these politicians that have been in there for years man um they're basically compromised. Right? Whether it's financially, whether it's sexually, whether it's whatever. And it's almost like they got their thumb on them. And it's like, well you either do what we say or or we're going to put the screws to you. Yeah. And do X. And yeah. We got to, you know, here's the thing. It's not all doom and gloom, my fellow Americans, right? I'm going to say that. No, it's not. It's not doom and gloom. It's just we need to get better educated. We need to open up our voices. We need to push things, right? So here's a prime example. Um, State of Florida, right? So the state of Florida said, hey, man, old meta, the leading uh, child trafficking platform, right? Cool. You know who's getting a call tomorrow? North Carolina AG. Hey, man, you guys looking into this? I expect everybody, right? Because that's the only way we're going to make make some change, right? So it's easy for us to sit here on the air and going, yeah, man, uh, well, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. Or we should do this, right? Well, action. We, we got to do something to make change. And the only way we do it is if we make that effort. So I would just say this, guys, right? If this was me. If you have children and you are listening to the show, whatever state you're in, call the attorney general. Pretty easy number to find, right? Just type in, excuse me, just type in your state attorney general. Boom, it'll populate. It's public information. 
call the office, right? You're probably going to talk to the AG. Probably not. Talk to the secretary or somebody. Go, hey, ask them, what are you doing to look into Meta when it comes to trafficking children or pedophiles in this state? And let's think about it. We're not going to get all 50, right? Because California, (laughs) them cats had the chance to give pedos life sentences. Turned it down. Have you lost your mind? Raping of a child. The state of California says it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I would just say this, man. Get out of California. Because they'll be raping your kids and there'll be no justice for it. Right? But that's the only way we're going to make action. Is we've got to do something about it. And that's the thing at the end of the day. If you just sit around and talk is cheap. And here we are at the, the OTR universe going, hey man, here's what's up. And you're not doing anything. Change will never happen. So. Yep. Just my challenge to you, my fellow Americans. All right, buddy. It's our favorite time of the show. On the range. Yep. Now, if you're a OTR crew member, we will continue the show over on the crew page. If not, you need to go to our websites and you can sign up right on there, Rick. Uh, they, we've been telling these folks a long time. You mm-hmm. can sign up at... Uh, Warhog.com or kellydefense.com. You can become a member. You can try it for free for two full weeks. Get the all access package. Check it out. That includes all the videos, includes all the video group calls with Rick and I, includes everything. So go check it out for two weeks. Go to warhog.com and kellydefense.com and sign up for your free trial today. Um, You know, there's shooting challenges. There's early access to calendars on our training side of the house. And you also get special uh, promo codes from all of our industry partners. So a lot of cool mm-hmm. stuff and it's a great exchange of information. A lot of folks that are just trying to be 1% better everyday international group. So we're super excited about that. So yeah. crew members stand by. If you haven't joined the crew, go to the websites and sign up today. Let's do it again real soon, buddy. Yeah. But let, you know what, before we get yeah. off, let's, let's give these guys a sample because we're going to roll into a little oh. Q and A for our for our Q members. Yeah, once you uh, some once of you our favorite up, stuff, dude. Once you roll up one of those questions there, I think we had uh, somebody asking us about being that one percent better. Yeah, let's see if we can find that here. Yeah, here we go. This is from Richard S. Would you say displaying enthusiasm, charisma, humility, credibility, respect, and leading by example are the key components to allow others? to buy into a collective group of being 1% better every day? It's a good question, and we are going to answer that. Yeah, it's a great question. I know exactly where he's coming from, Mm -hmm. and I've got my opinion on it, Rick. As do I. So it's time time to let the crew members know. So for the rest of of you guys, train hard, stay safe, and we'll see you on the range.